Well, before we get to the good basketball stuff we have to talk about here on the Cheryl Reeve Show, we do have to announce that this will be our last Cheryl Reeve Show at TalkNorth.com. Uh, I approached Cheryl many years ago now about doing a podcast, and I did so knowing that it's an unusual relationship. It's an unusual arrangement. You know, they're people of Cheryl's uh, stature and accomplishments generally don't do local podcasts. Uh, she was game to try it. it. To me, it worked beautifully for a very long time. Uh, we've reached a point now where between, I'll let, I'll let Cheryl speak for herself, but you know, to, to offer a general uh, overview here, Cheryl's been incredibly uh, incredibly flexible and, uh, and generous with her time doing these shows over the years. She's done live shows. We've done charitable events. She's addressed a million things uh, from, you know, basketball strategy to social justice. It's been really rewarding to work with her on this. At this point, she's got Team USA duties, general manager duty, coach duties, parental duties, uh, home duties, and you know, just this has probably gotten to be too much on her schedule. Uh, so before, so this is going to be our last Cheryl Reeve show. We do, we are talking to some people about doing either a Lynx show or a, a women's sports show. Uh, to continue talking about all the things Cheryl and I have talked about over the years. Uh, more to come on that. For right now, I just want to thank Cheryl for doing the show for so long. Well, I appreciate it, Jim. And I, I think about the the first meeting that we had, and I, I really have to pause for a second. How about this for timing-wise? Uh, sweetheart, you're supposed to be in school. Hi. What are you doing? You're on our podcast right now. What are you doing? Hi. Okay, you doing okay? Hi, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, he's so naughty. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm in parent pickup line and he happened to spot me, so he ah, had to come gotcha. say hello. Yeah, Jim, I, I I think about the 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 time that we first met uh, about a podcast, and and if if you recall, I had no idea what the heck a podcast was, <laughs> and and what exactly uh, you know this would become, and so obviously you were you were at the the forefront of podcasting, and and you know and your your great network, and you and your team, and uh, I've I've enjoyed. Uh, being able to, to kind of step into this world and and be able just to kind of share with people, like you said, a, you know, intimate look of, you know, whether it's the Lynx team or, you know, just thoughts that we've had uh, with regard to, you know, social issues. And, and I've appreciated that platform. Uh, you've been really, really gracious. And uh, I know for you, you've been somebody that's really uh, been a champion of women's sports and, and, and trying to bring it the attention that it deserves and talking about it. And so, um, you know, this is something that I know that you'll, you'll carry forward because I know you believe in it. And, you know, this is, uh, not, not goodbye to, to hearing from me. That's for sure. Cause you know, I'll be back and, you know, be a guest at any time. And like you said, life, life is, uh, coming at us fast right now. And, and, um, you know, I've, I've had to, kind of look at things and go, where, where can I claim back, uh, some time so that I can be a better, better everything, whether it's a parent or, or in terms of being present and, and, um, you know, obviously the, the president of basketball operations position and, and just USA basketball and all the things that you mentioned. So, um, I do appreciate though you and Brandon, we spent a lot of time together. And so I just appreciate whether it's the live show work or, uh, just our, our weekly conversations. I'm certainly going to, going to miss that element for sure. 
I misspoke, of course. Claire DeWellius is now your general manager. You were president of basketball operations. You were already general manager. Uh, but yeah, so it's been great. I appreciate it all. Let's get to some topics and we can uh, say goodbye at the end. Uh, two big things happening this week in Minneapolis. Uh, one, I'm being very self-referential here. The Star Tribune is hosting the uh, Minnesota Sports Hall of Fame annual event, annual group of inductees. Uh, there are 10 inductees going in on Wednesday night. This week, it's the, uh, I think, at the Rotunda at Mall of America. If you're interested, just check out Star Tribune. You'll be able to get tickets. Uh, four women are being inducted. Gene Freeman, go for swimmer and coach. Uh, then three local basketball stars, Linda Roberts of the Gophers, Carol Ann Shudlick of the Gophers, and someone named Katie Smith, who I think uh, Cheryl might have some insights into. Uh, obviously, a Ohio State star turned Lynx star, a great WNBA career. Obviously, she had some great times here as well. Uh, so any thoughts on any of the four? And then I have a specific question about Katie. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm really excited to to see three of the four uh, basketball talents going in, and uh, very intimately know uh, Katie's career and and you know what she meant to uh, the Lynx when when she was here um, as a professional athlete, and then like you said, just her overall career, Olympian, et cetera. You know, just a tremendous player, um, even better person, and and so I'm I'm thrilled that that she'll have the opportunity to be enshrined in the Minnesota Sports Hall of Fame. And my question was, she's been with you now for a little while. Has her role as an assistant coach evolved at all? Well, you know, as, as you know, we, uh, I think it was two years ago now, we promoted uh, Katie to associate uh, head coach. And, you know, I think in terms of responsibilities, it's, it's really probably since Katie, Katie came onto the staff, I just knew uh, what her aptitude was with regard to her, her preparation for teams, her, uh, just her overall work ethic and, and, the, the thing that I didn't necessarily know the impact that she would make would be how strong she would be with our players and the relationships that she has with them. Uh, they trust her. They believe in her. And so the work that she does around the team has been incredibly impactful. Uh, so um, has the role changed? I would say it is probably more of just, you know, when you're when you're that talented, you just we just keep adding more <laughs> more to our plate, more games, more games to watch, more more games to prepare for. And uh, you know, her list of, of, uh, skill workouts with players is always, is always a long one. Uh, and I, I always regret, you know, many regrets about, uh, covering women's sports in my career. One of my regrets is I didn't get out to see Katie play more often when she was here. You know, the Lynx just at that point were an upstart team and she, and the team just wasn't very good, but Katie was phenomenal. Yeah, she was. And I think that's one of those athletes that, you know, when you look at, look back on and we say historically, uh, like you said, how many people didn't watch uh, the greatness of Katie Smith? Certainly, there was the following um, when when she was at Ohio State and and, and the great run to the Final Four. And uh, but I you know I think that's going to be one of those athletes that we look back on and say shame on us, you know that that we weren't out there uh, watching her greatness, witnessing uh, all all that she uh, became as a professional athlete. The Cheryl Reef Show is brought to you by Rudy Luther Toyota, successful marketing group. All Energy Solar, and we're uh, broadcasting from the Aquarius Home Service Studios. Brandon Morton is our producer. Thanks for listening. Any show you like at talknorth.com, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You can always go to talknorth.com to see all the shows and the archives of all the shows. If you like basketball in general, John Krasinski's show is very good on the Wolves and the, and the NBA. And again, we're going to try to uh, line up a really good host to talk about uh, the Lynx, WNBA, and women's sports and, and social justice, all the 
good stuff we've talked about here with Cheryl. We'll we'll try to uh, represent with uh, somebody from the media who who can you know is free to talk about all these subjects. The other big uh, event this week. Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament. Uh, we're talking here on Tuesday afternoon. Starts on Wednesday. Gophers play on Wednesday, and then hopefully on Thursday. Uh, you know, I know you're not going to give away any scouting secrets with the draft coming up, but if you could, just as a an appreciator of basketball, a fan of basketball, what are you looking forward to seeing this week? Well, the Big Ten has has really turned out to be um, probably the top conference in the country, and so great timing for us to 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 be hosts and. Uh, I'm super excited to to, to be planted uh, in my seat watching game after game after game. Uh, I think it's going to be a tremendous tournament. Uh, there's there's a lot of really good players that are uh, they may be draft prospects or or uh, younger players. You have you have a chance to see uh, quite a bit. So I will be uh, myself and Rebecca Brunson will be will be planted. Uh, will certainly be. Gopher fans when it when the time comes for the Gopher games and 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 then you know certainly uh, we'll work really hard and and you know just diligently watching um, kind of the finishing touches of some of these prospects that we've followed throughout the season. I think it's going to be just a, a heck of a tournament, um, you know, with with some really good teams on display. And we one thing we always talk about this time of the year is uh, we will see phenomenal college basketball. We'll see phenomenal college basketball players. And it is a testament to the quality of the WNBA that not many of them will be able to get jobs in your league. Yeah, I think you know there's there's a you know a multitude of reasons for that. One, I mean, if you look at the percentages of college players making the NBA, it's probably very similar. You know, it's it's an elite group uh, that has a chance to be professional at anything in terms of athletics, and so you know, women's game is no different. And and certainly, I think in terms of the size of our league and the opportunities job wise. Uh, that also presents, you know, maybe maybe some challenges that each year, uh, at least thirty six players are are, are uh, being drafted and added to teams, and and you certainly have undrafted uh, players that come out of college, and so it's tough. It's a tough road, and and uh, I love the stories where, you know, maybe a player wasn't thought to be uh, either a first round pick or maybe was not going to be a WNBA talent. And then, and then you find that they are. Now, those are my, my favorite stories, and we hope that you know that's the story that we're going to find. <laughs> that you know, on, on the links, that you know, that there was maybe somebody that was maybe a little underestimated. You know, that turned out to be a pretty good player. And, you know, that's happened for us. I think Jess Shepard's probably a great example. Um, and and I think that uh, in terms of the draft itself, I, I think about the quality of the players. And in terms of you look at ten years ago. Just how much has changed, and and I'm hopeful that uh, you know these players that you know that will come into the draft will will get great opportunities and and to be on teams, and then also um, you know have a chance to go play professionally abroad and 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 see if if this year's not their time, uh, then maybe in the coming years it will be. I'm looking forward to seeing Caitlin Clark, especially. I'd like to ask you about her first. We do want to thank our sponsors once again. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Brandon Morton is our producer, and we'd like to thank a longtime sponsor and a big supporter of Cheryl's and the Lynx, Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, 
Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. A new year means renewed solar energy incentives from local utility providers. Want to save money in your solar install? Find out what incentives you could qualify for at AllEnergySolar.com slash coach. All Energy Solar, delivering quality solar installations for homes and businesses since 2009. Get a free solar quote at allenergysolar.com slash coach. Want to be more green this year? Solar Energy can help. The electrical grid has limited space for renewable energy, so beat the rush and plan your solar installation soon. Solar with energy can provide peace of mind during winter storms, and guess what? Soon enough, you'll be worrying about summer storms. So check it all out. Get all the information you need at allenergysolar.com slash coach. Thank you to Delory and Successful Marketing Group. They created and manage all the social media for The Cheryl Reeve Show. If you're looking for a social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at Delory at Successful Marketing Group. Dot com. Uh, thanks, Lori's been a big asset to the network and this show all along. Highly re- recommend working with her. So, C- Caitlin Clark did an interview recently, I think it was on the uh, Dan Patrick show, where she said she has had considered or has considered using her COVID year and staying five years. Uh, do you have a general thought on whether players should stay in college as long as possible or if, if they have WNBA talent, get out as quickly as possible? Well, I think it really depends on the player. You know, there are there are some players that are eager uh, to begin their professional career, and then there's others that you know, that that uh, maybe aren't as as eager. Typically, the reason is is maybe they feel like their their draft status isn't what they want it to be, and that if they stay another year, maybe the draft looks different. Uh, maybe their opportunities would be different. That's typically the reason. Uh, maybe there's a record to be set, and and maybe they want to take advantage of that. We saw that at Iowa State. Uh, with Ashley Jones. Um, I think in the case of Caitlin Clark, it's a little more interesting because of the reasoning for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's you know there's this notion that players will make more if they stay in college. and and that could be true in some instances. but um, I think that the college players should know that um, the WNBA has Nil as well uh, as as we saw with in in free agency. so so they must not think that uh, that Nil is better. In, in college, we have NIL in the, in the, in the WNBA as well. And they'll, they'll, they'll learn that. Um, and that's obviously a little bit of, uh, you know, sarcasm, uh, yes. and, and tongue in cheek, but, um, but that's, you know, I, I think that's, I, I'm not quite sure why these players think that their sponsorships that they've acquired through their, uh, experiences as college athletes would not, uh, follow number one uh, as professional athletes, and number two, not grow and expand into newer opportunities and bigger opportunities. And so, I think that remains to be seen. It's been it should have just been a few years, and we haven't we haven't necessarily gotten the proof that it is or it isn't uh, more lucrative to 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 stay in college. So uh, that will be interesting to watch. And and uh, you know, I think teach his own. You know, if, if, if that's something that Caitlin wants to do and, and, you know, play another year for whatever the reasons, you know, certainly, um, you know, that, that, that would be, you know, her prerogative. How would you characterize her? Is she the best player in college basketball, one of the top five? Where she rank? Yeah, she's a really good player. Really, really good player. That's, that's obviously an understatement. And, um, she's been, she's been fun to watch. I think, uh, 
in terms of you know scoring the basketball, um, uh, assisting the basketball. You know, she's she's just really growing. I think at a at a fast rate in terms of just her overall uh, feel for the game, feel for her teammates. You know, feel for what it takes to win. Uh, so I I think a, a special player. You know, certainly in the conversation for one of the best players in college basketball, no question. Is do you feel like Don Staley is building something close to a dynasty right now? Well, I, you know that dynasty world. You know, in in college, what does that look like? I think they just won their seventh uh, SEC championship under under Don. Um, you know, at, at what point do we officially stamp uh, a team as as a dynasty? I don't know. Win a few more championships? I, I don't know. Uh, I actually just congratulated her recently on on an undefeated season, uh, and I I have reflected uh, on Dawn's career and and you know I I I recall in my conversations with her um, that just in terms of when she went to South Carolina, uh, what she wanted uh, to be and 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 basically who who she was chasing, who she was looking to supplant, and and that was UConn. And, and, uh, you know, UConn has set the bar for so many programs and it's hard to, it's hard to reach that bar. Uh, but Dawn's daily has, and, and that's been incredible to, to see, uh, cause it's not easy to do. And, and, uh, you know, as I told her, you know, that now with an undefeated season, you know, that's that, those are, those are some really impressive things that they're doing and the number of WNBA prospects that they have. And so they're, they're really getting it done from a recruiting standpoint, coaching standpoint, and obviously winning a lot of games. They're going to be measured by championships. Most dynasties are, uh, I don't know exactly, you know, how many more that you have to win to be called a dynasty, but you know, South Carolina is the best team in the country. And, and, you know, as you know, with college basketball, it changes, right? Because they have graduation and transfers, et cetera. So it could change quickly. Um, Dawn's group is special this year because they, you know, the, the group that, ha- that have the seniors are, uh, they all did this together. They did not jump into the transfer portal when things didn't go maybe as they hoped it would. And, you know, they've stuck it out. They stuck together and, and, you know, I, I told Dawn I'd have a great appreciation for that. And that's hard to do. So Dawn and her staff being able to keep the group together at a time when that's just not popular uh, is also really, really impressive. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it was really cool that, you know, to me, that it would have been great to see Paige Becker's win too in Minneapolis. But I, I just love the fact that South Carolina came up here and we got to see that team uh, play so well. They, they really, rep, you know, you never know if a team's going to be at its best when it needs to be at its best in championship setting. And her team was absolutely ready for that. Dawn Staley's teams will always be ready for the biggest moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Lindy Whalen's team showing some uh, signs of spunk here at the end, winning a couple of games against pretty good teams, going into the tournament with you know a chance to win a game, maybe two. Uh, have you seen any growth, or I guess what have you seen out of her program lately? Well, I think just in terms of the evolution of the team, as a young team, you saw the non-conference where they they experienced some success, and some of the individual players like Amara Braun who. Uh, was playing quite well. And then what happens, you know, you can see this coming from a mile away if you've been around this for a while. Once you hit the conference, it's it's completely different. There's a lot of games on film and, and and you know, the programs know each other so well when you get into the conference that life gets a lot more difficult. And so that, that learning curve that happens for these young players that they certainly have gone through, they've taken their licks, they've lost some 
games that they they you know if you look at going those are wins those are games you have to win uh, where they've gone through you know those those challenges and and what you see now I think is a team that's learned from from a lot of what's happened this season and uh, given them great momentum hopefully for a great showing in the in the tournament and then and bounce it into uh, next season and continue to grow on it. Do you ever? Uh feel thankful that you chose to go the pro route instead of the college route, just with all the transfer portal stuff and all things you have to deal with <laughs> as a college coach? Well, I was sure when I left uh, college that, uh, that the, that pro coaching was, was going to be for me. And, and so that was, that was confirmed. I think <laughs> it's confirmed time and time again, when I, when I talk to, uh, you know, my, my, my coaching friends and, and, and the, the challenges that exist and, you know, I mean, it was said for a long time that maybe pro coaches wouldn't make the best college coaches, but uh, we know how to deal with free agency, and that's what they have in college now. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time for you know pro coaches to get chances to, if they wanted to to to, to go back to, to college coaching. <laughs> All right, three more things on this show. Uh, number one, uh, t- give us a, if you would an update on, on Team USA and what's next for that program. Yeah, Team USA. You know, we're we're uh, we're going to kind of go into this mode where the selection committee hunkers down and, and they, they spend time watching the WNBA season. They'll finish up watching the overseas seasons. They'll watch the W season. And then we will, we have two windows um, prior to two, two FIBA windows, one in November, one in February, 2024, uh, that they, they will, will plan what our participation will look like. Uh, and, and there'll be an actual tournament uh, in February that, that will, that we'll have to participate in. We don't know where that will be. Uh, and then, uh, we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, like we usually do in Olympic year, we'll, we'll have some sense of, uh, competition around the all-star game and then we'll go, we'll go play in the Paris 2024 Olympics. And what's next for the links? I know you have the, the draft April 10th, uh, anything between now and then? Well, just like you said, just the, the kind of finishing touches of, of whether it's the conference tournaments, we will certainly closely follow the NCAA tournament and um, going to enjoy the fact that the regionals uh, now have eight teams as opposed to four. So it's, it's less spread out. And so we will enjoy being able to see more teams in one place. Uh, and then it'll be the draft. Like you said, I'd, I'd say that our players and particularly fee who's, who's been in market, you know, they're, they're chomping at the bit to, to get into to camp and, and get our season going. And now we're going to go for a final, final thought from Cheryl Reeves. She knows she can get, uh, talk about sports society, whatever she likes. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors who've been with Cheryl for so long. Rudy Luther Toyota, successful marketing group. That's Lori Ramsey's operation, All Energy Solar. And again, we are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. And once again, thanks to Brandon for all the work he's done on this show. And especially when we had live shows, which are always a challenge, he always pulled them off. And we appreciate everybody came out to see Cheryl and everybody's listened to the show all these years. So Cheryl, final, final thought. Yeah. Well, if I could just echo, uh, you know, the appreciation that you just shown for the sponsors who uh, I didn't necessarily uh, talk very much about, but you know that the, the commitment that they've made to the show. You know, those are all things that make it special, and the, the people that want to be involved in the show and amplifying women's sports, the links, and you know, just uh, you know, for me, uh, it, it became something that uh, I wasn't sure what it would be when we first talked about it, and, and it's become something that's been uh, really special to be a part of. I've met some great people. Uh, certainly, working closer with you, uh, Jim, uh, has has been you know, for me, uh, really helpful, I think in terms of, you know, like, uh, 
sharing things on, on the media side and me understanding more of uh, maybe what you all uh, go through. And, and hopefully I did the same <laughs> for you uh, on, on this side of it in some small way. And, and uh, now you can now you can really write what you think about the links. I think people think <laughs> that you were partial, <laughs> although you, you did a story recently that I think showed people that you're, you're not, uh, you're not partial to, uh, you know, that only has to be good news with the Minnesota links. And, um, and then Brandon, I just would love to, um, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, uh, I, I know what it's like to have great behind the scenes people. And, and, and you certainly are that for the talk North, uh, podcast network and, uh, just a massive, massive thank you for all the ways that you're flexible and available and a fixer and all that good stuff. Um, just really appreciate you. And, and uh, hope that uh, in some way our relationship will, will continue. And just just a big thank you to, to both of you. Well, thanks so much, Cheryl. Uh, I can't like make this sound like a big, long goodbye because I'm going to see you tomorrow at the Gopher game. So, uh, <laughs> That's right. So I'll see you in less than 24 hours. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't need to belabor any of it. Thanks so much for everything. Uh, you've been, again, very generous with your time and your thoughts. I do appreciate it. And, of course, you and I are going to be continuing to talk uh, as I continue my newspaper job. And uh, hope the uh, hope, and we're hoping to find somebody, uh, and we have an eye on somebody who will do the show, this show, or a, a version of this show justice as we go forward. So, thanks to everybody. We do really appreciate it. And uh, Cheryl, see you tomorrow. <laughs>